Welcome back to Betting with Babies podcast, the ultimate guide for sports betting dads. Each week, we'll break down our best bets, rank our top touchdown scorers, and as always, we'll dive into the dad zone where we share valuable tips, stories, and perspectives of being the best dads you can be during this exciting sports season. I'm your passive-aggressive host, Mr. Clutch, and I'm here with my Bet With Your Heart, Not With Your Head co-host, and Mr. Matty Stats, we are back together for Week 18. It's been a long season. We've got tired dads, but we are excited for Week 18. How are we doing, gentlemen? Guys, I'm a little energized. Uh, we moved past the Christmas and New Year season. I got a little extra oomph in me. I will tell you, I spoke this scenario into existence, I want to say six weeks ago. When the Bills were probably under 500 and the Dolphins were probably five games above 500. Week 18, Sunday night, Bills and Dolphins. The winner gets the two seed. The loser gets the six seed, potentially. Uh, I'm terrified. Bills are going to come into Miami and destroy us. Matty, talk to me. You know, one, I'm excited. Uh, Motto upgraded me to Mr. Matty Stats, which feels even better than Matty Stats, right? It's much more formal. I like it. I, I might get a top Put hat. some respect on your name there. Yeah, there you go. And uh, two, you know, I'm feeling good. Cowboys came off of a well-deserved win this week. Uh, and just just excited to get into the playoffs. Uh, maybe win a, win a playoff game, but not two. Yeah. Yeah, we're two playoff. We don't win two playoff games. We we've got one playoff win in us every year. Besides that, you know, let's just pack it up. Mike McCarthy's too dumb. He's just not smart enough to win a playoff game. A two. Man, we are so broken at this point in the season. I mean, each of you, we come in bashing our own teams, emotionally hedging what we know and expect to happen on Sunday. And I'm sitting right there with you. A pointless game against the New England Patriots, just a kick in the gut to lose to your rivals to end the year. Uh, but I'm not going to think about that right now because we are hot on our pod picks and we've had a heck of a season. Uh, and Mr. Matty Stats, I think that mister gets taken away if you don't come in at 500%. So you've got a big game coming up this week in week 18. So let's get right into our pod picks. This is where we give you our best bets of each week. We're going to tell you who's hot and who's not so you know who to follow and who to fade. And as a team, we're coming in close to 60%. We've got a chance to be at or above 60%, which is a profitable podcast. And we have a lot of fun on this page. So if you're just following our pod picks, that's exciting. But as individuals, I'm sitting at the top at 13-4, and four, which is 76% heading into Week 18. So what a run. Cheers to everybody who's trusted and tailed the plays throughout the year. Let's keep it going. So we're going to start off with Mr. No Days Off. He's sitting at 7, 9, and 1. We've got the Broncos and the Raiders. And we've got a big game coming up because you do not want to be last in our pod picks. So we've got Broncos, Raiders, current line, Raiders, must minus 2.5. Maddie, what do we got? All right, so we got 88% of the cash, but only 12% of the tickets on the Broncos. This one opened up at... Raiders minus two and a half and hasn't moved all week. We've got a thrilling matchup of Jared Stidham and his 54 PFF grade versus Aiden O'Connell and his 66 PFF grade in this game. It's a small sample size, but Stidham has been better while under pressure this season with a 149 QB rating under pressure. 
versus 71.8 from a clean pocket. It's like two games, so not really big sample size, but I, I like the number. Based on the PFF stats, Devontae Adams is a wide receiver with a plus matchup this week. According to PFF, he is not expected to be shadowed by Patrick Sertain. He'll be split amongst the Broncos secondary. And finally, it should be noted the Raiders are 9-6-1 against the spread this season, while the Broncos are 6-9-1. This is an interesting game. Not much to play for for either team. A pride game, an incentives game, maybe some of the player incentives going on. Teddy, this is your game. What do we got? So I heard a interview with Devontae Adams, and he gave a wonderful proclamation that he wants Antonio Pierce as his head coach moving forward. And for that reason and that reason only, I say the Raiders win this game for their head coach and hope that... uh, Bull haircut owner and Mark Davis hires Antonio Pierce permanently. I'm going Raiders minus two and a half. Maddie, how do you feel about that? Let me tell you, that would be the most Raiders thing, right? It's such a bad move. It never works out. You have this guy, he comes in. The other coach was so bad that no matter what they're doing, the level of play just improves. That person gets a second season, and that season is always a lost season. And then you're firing your second coach in two years. Right. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Right. This has happened multiple yep. times. It's some guy comes in, he gets a little momentum, locker room behind him, gets a three to five year deal. He gets paid. Right. But that would be just a mistake for the Raiders. But uh, I will actually back you on this one because I think Sean Payton's playing a long game. That team is all done with this season after they benched, benched Russell Wilson. I'll back you, follow you with the can Raiders. We, can, we, can we discuss the Russell Wilson quick, real quick? He gets benched to save them $34, 37000000 against the salary cap. And let me tell you, <laughs> the Broncos make an all-time blunder in – what they paid for Russell Wilson. Real quick, the Broncos got Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. The Seahawks got Drew Locke, who's, an, who's a decent backup. He, he's not going to lose you the game many Top times. Top 10 backup in the league. Noah Fant, uh, more potential than anything, but okay. Shelby Harris, a first-round pick that turned into a left tackle, Charles Cross. Uh, Boy Maffe, a second-round pick. Tyreek Smith. Devon Weatherspoon. You guys see this corner, Weatherspoon, the number five overall pick? Yeah. He is really good. And then another second-round pick, Derek Hall. So they got two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth, along with three player, legitimate football players. It was a hell of a haul. Plus, like, the Broncos and now have about— And they paid him $200 million. Wait, the Broncos now have uh, $37 million against the cap this year and $37 million or $40 million against the cap next year if they cut him. Now, my favorite part about this is the extension kicks in next year. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, they signed him to an extension when he got there, you know, trying to keep They Russ did not happy. rip up his contract. Yeah. Yeah. They added on to it. So the extension hasn't even started yet, and they're cutting him before the extension. Amazing. Absolutely. Where's he go? Real quick, around the horn, where's he go? I say Washington. 
He's a backup for Rodgers in New York. Oh, Atlanta. Ooh, Atlanta's I like good Atlanta. One. That's a good I, one. Atlanta's I, a good one. I've seen the only Justin thing Fields is, it's like you gotta put your out for Atlanta, but you can't see Fields going anywhere. I mean, Chicago's just got so much going on right now. First <laughs> overall pick locked in. You know, just Alberfus. Yeah, gets the, another year, huh? The Carolina Panthers, man. Just when you're down. I mean, we're down as fans, but the Panthers fans got to be real down right now. Did you get your own? Do you see the owner threw a drink in a fan's face? In the stands? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jags that, fan? That has to be. I mean, you just, as a billionaire, you just have to be better than that. There's just no excuse for that. I mean, what if, like, another fan threw a drink in another fan's face? Like, that would be a scrap or he would get thrown out or something or, like or that. Or if like, that fan threw a beer at him, that guy would be banned from that stadium for life. He'd be fined. He'd be thrown in jail he'd for be fine. Yeah, thrown in jail for assault. Yeah. So I think he got a 300K just, fine. Yeah, but that was, like, point zero 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 like, percent of his, you know, 30 billion that he has. It's like, I, I saw a comparative. If you make... Seventy. If you make a hundred thousand dollars, that's like a hundred dollar fine or something for you, which is crazy. 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 Well, all right. Let's get back to this game. Um, the Russell Wilson scenario is a, is an interesting one that will play out over many many months to come. I'm sure. But Teddy's riding the the backup coach, the 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 culture guy, the locker room guy. Uh, getting a chance to be a head coach with a big win on week 18. So he's locking in the Raiders at minus two and a half. Uh, and he's got a chance to, to have a huge, fi- a really impressive finish over the last five weeks. He's really been hot. If you've been watching the trends, hot or not, he's one of the guys that's hot right now. So let's see if he can keep it going heading into week 18. All right, let's head over to Matty Stats game. Mr. Matty Stats, he's sitting at eight and nine heading into week 18. And we've got the Jaguars at the Titans. Current line, Jags minus five and a half. Matty, what do the stats say? All right. So we got 98% of the cash and 73% of the tickets on the Titans. The line movement on this one's real interesting. So it opened up at Tennessee plus four and it's crept up to five and a half despite the heavy action on the Titans. That makes no sense at all. Trevor Lawrence brings in a solid AD PFF grade. Uh, with his 98 passer rating from a clean pocket versus 59 while under pressure. Lawrence has a turnover-worthy play on 3.9% of his dropbacks, which is the fifth worst in the in the league this season. But on the other side of the coin, he's got a big-time throw on 6.1% of his dropbacks, which is the third highest in the league. On the other side of the ball, we got Will Levis, who's put up an average 63 PFF grade over the course of his rookie season which is a solid four points better than Zach Wilson's rookie season and five points better than Zach Wilson's current performance this season. On the plus side, Zach Wilson is performing 12 points better this season than he did last season. In the trenches, the Jacksonville offensive line has a 2% advantage against the run, which is essentially neutral, but a 35% disadvantage against the pass. A very impressive way to just drag Zach Wilson's name through the mud throughout your entire I think you've you've accomplished what you set out to do eighteen straight weeks of finding a passive aggressive dig on Zach Wilson. It's incredible. I 
don't know if you know this, but in if you remember this, but in the first season, I said I was going like positive on the Jets, and then, like Rogers just tore his like, Achilles, and I was, just, and we're just back. I was gonna go all in. I was gonna do a whole bit about being in on the Jets all season. I was just gonna like fluff so, you up with a Jet stat throughout this. So was everybody, you know. And I think let this be a good lesson for those who are just about to take the leap, like Mr. Maddie Stats here. We don't want you to take the leap, all right? If you're not gonna be with us during the season that we just had and the pain that we go through, don't jump over to our side when Rogers comes back healthy next year and starts winning some games. Don't want it. And Dak, no looks, one's gonna do it. Dak looks pretty good too, so you got a reason to stick around with the Cowboys. Um, all right, so yeah, look, it's like a virus. I'd get rid of the Cowboys if I could, but I'm I'm kind of stuck with it. I feel the same way. I feel like my like being a Jets fan sort of like sets a ceiling on your like life trajectory. It's like, well, you're always gonna like be a, this level of miserable. Like that's sort of a baseline. <laughs> It's also like, unfortunately, we live in New England, so you can't even like make the like. I know people who've moved into a like I've been in New England for 20 years, right? It'd be great to just be a fan of the local team. You listen to sports radio, you know, you get, you can, you know, you chub it up in the office a little bit. It's just, I can never become a Patriot fan. No, you were trending. Amato, back me up. He was trending that way at some point. Well, he was. He, he was. was trending. You know, Thank you. After the fourth or maybe the fifth Super Bowl, he was definitely yep. on he the Patriots. Was, he was no heading point. there. And then, and, then, and, then he, and then Brady left, and he had completely shifted back. Brady uh, was there. He was like, ah, I kind of – Before Matt Patriots. jumps in, I'm going to – legit. this is completely based in your, your unwillingness to pay for the NFL ticket. And to watch your Cowboys and other games on Sunday. So you're stuck watching the New England Patriots every week. And you became a fan. Wife's fit. You know, that's how it happened. No, 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 no. Also, he only had a Patriots ornament on his Christmas tree. He did not have a Cowboy ornament on his tree. And that has been rectified. There is a DeMarcus <laughs> Ware Hallmark ornament. I had to pay like 40 bucks for it because it's apparently a collector's item. Quickly ripped it out of the bag. It's no longer a collector's item. Also followed that purchase up with a Ryan Howard Hallmark, which is another like 15-year-old thing that I had to find on eBay. Lost his foot this year. Got a pom-pom glued where his foot used to be. Was DeMarcus Ware directly to rectify the fact that Teddy called you out on, on not oh, having it? It was 100%. It's like my nephews just made, like, gave me a Patriot ornament, so we put it on the tree. Teddy saw it, and... I still have the picture. I, Maybe I will post it to social media. I, I denied it for a while. <laughs> you did. Uh, but yeah, stuff. no, it's... Yeah. But it has nothing to do with the NFL ticket. A little bit. <laughs> the math on the NFL Patriots. ticket is tough for me with the Cowboys. We get 12 games, right? So go. I'm going to pay $400 for five games. And, like, I don't even know if I'm going to be home for all of those games. So now I'm paying, like, right? Like, it, No, I, I see sense. where you're going. And you act like these are, like, question marks. You know the answers to these questions. You know how many home games you had, how many games you're going to be home for. I, did, I do the math. Math didn't work it's, out. It's not like, it's not like you – it's not like – you're doing well for yourself that you can't just, yeah. you know, for a season long, 300, 
300, right? Is that what it is? You got to have the red zone, though. You have the red zone. Uh, no, because I can't get it. Oh, so you don't have the red zone. You're fast no, with the but touchdowns for updates. Been... What are you watching? Because you're always quick to be like, boom, like, touchdown score. Well, I've got that app that me and you have talked about that we can't tell Teddy about. Ah, okay. What? I didn't realize they did live updates. Yeah, you know. Maddie? There's a couple settings. Don't make me take your phone next time I see you. <laughs> Which is maybe the, the Betting with Babies third annual conference. We've got to pick a date for that. But let's get through pod picks this we week. We picked a date. We didn't confirm. <laughs> We're going to confirm at some point after we record this episode. Let's lock in the pod pick. Maddie. let's give your official play on this game. All right. So I'm going to lock in the Jags. Little nervous, little nostalgic tour. You know, you got Ryan Tannehill starting this week. You got Derrick Henry, and I believe his last game as a Titan. But I'm locking in the Jags. Trevor Lawrence is going to show up, win a playoff spot. All right, locking in the Jags, minus five and a half on the road against the Titans. Titans seem like a team that just loves to spoil people at the end of the year. They're the kind of team that will get you a last-second field goal to ruin your chances to cover or maybe get to the playoffs. Uh, but Maddie's going eight and nine right now. He's got a chance to go 500 and not be in the basement for this year. He'll win the tiebreaker. So Jags minus five and a half for the win. Lock it in. Woo. All right. Heading over to my game. I am currently sitting at 13 and four. And we looked back at the games each week this year. And I actually lost my four games, four straight games in a row lost these games this season and have had an overall great season so far sitting at 76 percent but we're not done yet we're going to indy where the texans take on the colts we've got playoff possibilities on the line maddie what do the stats say all right so we got 98 percent of the cash and 93 percent of the tickets on the texans this one opened up at indy minus one and crossed zero to go to minus one texans cj stroud brought in his pff grade of an 81 First Gardner Minshew, 61.6. Stroud looks to lock up the Rookie of the Year with his 110 passer rating from a clean pocket and a 72 while under pressure. Houston's offensive line is at a significant disadvantage in this game with a minus 24% against disadvantage against the pass and a minus 29% disadvantage against the run. All right, we got Texans versus Indy. I feel like... This is always a game that means something, and Texans are usually spoiling the party. Uh, they're on the road here, and I've got a couple fun facts for you. When we head into Week 18, it's important to understand there are a lot of player incentives, chances to earn additional cash on top of your base salary and your signing bonus. And we've got a couple key incentives here that we like. So David Singletary, he needs 165 total yards, total yards to earn 125K. Uh, he's got a $1 million base salary, so that's a nice little additional bonus on top. Uh, he's going up against the Colts, who have the 24th ranked run defense. So we like Singletary there. And then David Schultz, four catches to earn an extra 250000 And if he gets to six catches, he'll earn an additional 250000 on top. So a half a million for Schultz to get six catches. So I like the over 
on Schultz. We've got D'Amico Ryan, a head coach who understands player incentives. We think the Texans are a team that will look to give them the ball also because they want to win this game. So I'm taking the Texans. Current line's at one. As Maddie says, it opened up uh, Texans as underdogs. It's moved to favorites, and I think I know why. I like the way this team is built. I can't believe I'm saying it, but the Texans are a playoff team, and they're two years ahead of where I thought they were. Give me the Texans. Minus one. I can't believe how good they are. I really can't. C.J. Stroud just levels above all the other quarterbacks in that class and all the backups we have playing this year. When they traded up for like the third overall pick this year, I thought they were idiots. Yeah, me too. I thought that was going to be like a top five, top ten pick. Yep. Look at them now, right? Yep. Yeah, they, they. What is Will Anderson's? Let me see Will Anderson. They lost their 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 other rookie wide receiver Tank Dell that was having a great year got rolled up on, but they'll make moves. This is a team that's built to be around for a while. So let's see if they can finish it out. So that wraps it up for this week's pod picks. Let's do a quick recap. Teddy is on the Raiders minus two and a half. Maddie's taking the Jags minus five and a half. I'm taking Texans minus one. We're gonna post these on the page. Lock. It. All right, we're heading over to our touchdown scores. This is where we give you our top touchdown scores of the week. We're going to give you our five favorite touchdown scores heading into the final week of the year. Again, incentives have a lot to do with this, and also just what we've seen as far as target share has a lot to do with this list. So we're going to run through this pretty quick. If you put them in as singles, you've been profitable this year. If you've been chasing our parlay, we're still looking for the big hit. So let's see if it's this week. Starting with our number one touchdown score, Teddy, who do we got? We got C.D. Lamb. Top PFF wide receiver grade this week. It's a must win for the Cowboys. Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong. They win the, win the division? They do win the division. That's some exciting stuff They will stuff for win the, the division. They won't cover, but they'll win the division. Expected to be shadowed by... Martin, a second-round pick who has a solid start to the season but has struggled as of late, according to PFF. Our second TD scorer, who we got, Matty? All right, so we got A.J. Brown. We've got a must-win game for the Eagles with a poor Giants secondary. It has been since week 12 since he punched one in, and he's been a little bit noisy this week. Uh, so we like A.J. Brown to punch one in. A.J. Brown, lock it in. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to end this season with a bang. They've got to get something going. They need a spark. Let's get it to the big wide receiver who's been asking for the ball. Mike Evans is going to be my pick here at number three. Mike Evans has got a player incentive. He's also got a, a pretty strong streak of putting together touchdowns. Him and Baker Mayfield have found a great connection this year. Bucks got themselves in a chance to get to the playoffs. So Evans is getting 26% of the target share over the last five games. He's getting 47% of the end zone targets. When you need to win a game, you get the ball to Mike Evans. So give me Mike Evans for number three. Teddy, who do we got it for? We have Tyreek Hill. Uh, he has 112 receptions for 1,700 yards, 12 touchdowns. Should have been 13 if anyone saw last week's wide-open drop in the end zone. That was pretty awful. Main thing here is he has 158 targets in 16 games. That's an average of 10 targets a game. You can't ask for anything more than that. Tua looks his way. 
off 200 and something yards away from 2,000, which is his goal. Unfortunately, he missed one week, but uh, he's going to he's gonna get the ball. Waddle being out, Tudor doesn't really throw to anybody else except Waddle and uh, and Tyreek. You should see their numbers. It's, it's kind of crazy looking at the Dolphins' team stats because it's uh, Tyreek with 1,700 yards, Waddle with 1,000, and then the next closest person has under 300 yards. So he throws to legitimately only two two people. He's going to score. Who's our last one, Amato? Our last touchdown score is DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is coming in, and he's going to look to get in the end zone, not only because that's going to get the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs, but that's going to get his boy Geno paid. Geno Smith has some of the biggest incentives coming into this last week. He's looking at a $2 million incentive for a win this week and to get into the playoffs. $2 million for a playoff berth. He also needs 198 passing yards for additional $300,000. And he's got a player uh, percentage, which is like a percentage of how many games you start that he also is going to get if he starts this game. So he is looking at a chance to come in over $2.5 million of incentives. And Seattle's got a game against the Arizona Cardinals. So give me DK Metcalf to get in the end zone here because Geno's going to be putting the ball in the air. Pete Carroll knows about this, and Pete Carroll loves his team and his player incentives. So give me Geno Smith to DK Metcalf to close out our touchdown scores. So let's do a recap. We got C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Tariq Hill, and DK Metcalf. We will post that parlay on the page. That's going to be a juicy one. Lock it in. I gotta say, you Our, just sold me. I kind of wish my pod pick was the Seahawks. I sold John Seattle there. I, I'm in. Like I'm looking at it, it's like only two and a half. It doesn't make any. Why is it only two and a half? Well, the Cardinals. Like, how is that not beat, my pod pick? Cardinals beat the Eagles last week, and they That's played true. tough against the Niners the week before. So I mean, with Kyler back, they're a different team. But I agree with you. I, I like Seattle in this spot. All right, so no Thursday night parlay this week. We've got Saturday games, two Saturday games. So for the dads out there, plan ahead. 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock, playoff games on the line. So get your time in Saturday morning. Prioritize. Uh, and then Sunday, we've got a full slate of games with the best game at the end of the night. I'd say I can't say the best game, but the, the most anticipated game, Bills versus Dolphins Sunday night. We're not going to do a Thursday night parlay, but give me – Teddy, give me a quick little, who's going to score in this game? What's the final score going to be? Maybe someone who's thinking about a Sunday night same-game parlay. What are you thinking? Sunday night? Sunday night, your game. Tell me how this game's going to go. What are you feeling here? Oh, oh, Josh Allen is going to beat us in Miami. Absolutely. I mean, I've been speaking this into existence for weeks now. Um, okay, this is how it's going to go. Tyreek's going to get one because – he probably, you know, he's got 12 touchdowns, so he scores almost every game. But it's going to be I would take the Josh Allen whatever his rushing over is, rushing yards over, I would take that. He destroys us. And Bradley Chubb going down, that's huge. Bradley Xavier Chubb. Howard's gone so down. So we have we just signed Mark Ingram about 3 weeks ago. Now he has to start. 
And he's like 35 years old. He's not. He's good still anymore. in the league. Oh yeah. Well, no, not not until three weeks ago. Not you know three weeks ago we we signed him off uh, the streets. Uh, we got Andrew Van Ginkle. Our 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 defense. Xavier Howard broke his ankle or something something along that lines. He's out for over a month. So we got a backup corner. Who and... are you visualizing Josh Allen's completing the ball to? Who who on the Bills is gonna exploit the? You know we're pretty good against tight ends. Diggs has traditionally killed us, but Diggs has been awful the past five weeks. I know because I have my my fantasy team. Regardless, I didn't need him in the championship game to beat you, Amato. But but he was still awful. Uh. But I, I don't know, maybe a Gabe da- you know, Gabe Davis shows up every once once a month and puts up a big game, so it could be him. I mean, if we don't put Ramsey shadowing Diggs, what are we doing here? Okay? What are we doing here? Because it's legitimately their only weapon. Yeah, so you're thinking and, and Josh Allen something. Josh Allen over rushing prop, whatever that line's yep. gonna be. You're thinking Ty- Diggs, Kill. Diggs probably over receptions, maybe a lot of targets. No, I, I, I really think we need to just put Ramsey on him and shadow Diggs. Okay, we need to take know him that. out of the we game and make game we'll, we'll find out more about that game plan as we get closer. But but Tyree Kill and Tyree Kill touchdown, A-chan. that's good. He's in our A-chan. touchdown scores. Let me tell you something. A Chan He's a beast. He's really good. He's really good. Give me over in rushing or over good. in total yards. No, but like I with he did it by himself last week. Like he had reception, he had a long reception, he had over 100 yards rushing. Like it was all him in the backfield. And, and the I, Bills, I don't. The Bills rushing defense is not good. They're ranked 21st in rushing. That was the thing I wanted to see coming into this because I know with with Mozart it's going to be out right for this game. Yeah, Mozart. So Mozart's probably he's probably he probably he out Mozart. for the playoffs as well. Yeah. So so yeah. we're thinking so intimate Dolphins fan. We're thinking Josh Allen over in rushing. Got Gabe Davis, if you're risky, probably over in yards for Gabe Davis. Um, and then and then Ainche over in his rushing. But give me the real one, though. Who's going to win this game? Oh, the Bills. But I will tell you. <laughs> I will Ain't tell Ain't you. Ain't what uh, is it with you in running back names? <laughs> it's thir- like... <laughs> Our our defensive coordinator doesn't shadow receivers, so I don't know if he's going to shadow them. To be honest, do you really want Jalen Ramsey? He's having his worst season as a professional. Jalen Ramsey just made the Pro Bowl. Bro, it's not hard to make the Pro Bowl. I know. Teron Alverstead has been active for like six games, and he made the Pro Bowl. Tua made it as a starter over Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Let's go. I don't know the details about how what the criteria is. I know it's better than the NBA, where like the fans can vote a million times for players. But can you give me a quick summary of what do you yes. need to know to be a voter? So, so three there are three components to to voting for the Pro Bowl. One component is fan voting, one is player voting, and one is coaches voting. So last year, I, I will tell you, Tua led the led the whole NFL in fan voting. But the coaches and players didn't vote him in. And so he didn't get into the Pro Bowl. But this year, there's no denying two is a beast. When it's sunny and 70 degrees out, he's he's the man. Any uh, And home. Hawaii, Any other Hawaii t- really showing up for uh, for Tua and the fan voting. Oh, I think it's two and, and on. And, it's the two and yeah, on. Yeah, it's two guys. and on. And, and Bama. And Bama showing up, too. True, Bama. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're thinking about a same game parlay to replace our Thursday night parlay, we'll post something when we get a little closer. But we're leaning right now. We're hearing what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Josh Allen over. I'm hearing Ainche over in rushing. Those are both rushing. Ainche. I'm not going to get that right. So we're hearing Tariq Hill touchdown. Yep. That's three. Give me Gabe Davis is what I'm hearing from what you said. Gabe Davis over in yards. Don't even know yep. what that is. That's five. And then you're going to pick the winner. You said the Bills? No, I can't pick against my team. Okay. I'm just saying other people should pick the Bills. You think the Bills? I won't. So that's what I'm hearing too. I'm hearing the Bills. So I'm going to take what I'm in. I'm translating what you're seeing right now into a same-game parlay. I'm going to post that on the page on Sunday night. That's going to be a juicy one. That one's good. I'm you put you throw Gabe Davis in, you're getting like plus two fifty. I mean, give me give me the over on a Gabe Davis, and then a, I mean, I might as well say it one more time, and an Inche over rushing yards. Let's get it. Still didn't get it. Still didn't get it. All right. We're struggling with it. Well, you know, it's been a long year. It's been a long year. Uh, we will probably come back for a playoff episode. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely come back for a playoff episode, and obviously. Uh, our almost famous Super Bowl episode with our Super Bowl props. You're not going to want to miss that. But it's been a hell of a year. We're not going to skip the dad zone. We're going to get into a couple topics here. But just want to make sure before I forget, awesome year, guys. Awesome year. Coming in profitable. Tons of new followers. Lots of support on the page. Thanks to everybody who's followed our page. It's been fun. We have made it over 8,000 people following us, which is crazy because we're just, uh, you know, three Woo guys. Tired dads. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it's been, chip it away. Chip it away. Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. It, it's pretty surreal. Yeah, actually. brick by brick. Gotta... But we keep winning games um, and uh, appreciate all the support as always. So let's get into the dad zone because for this community, it's not just about winning sports bets. It's about being with a bunch of like-minded dads who have the same unique struggles that we all go through bouncing babies and bets uh and so as we get into week 18 we just wrapped up the holidays i'm interested to hear how christmas was and anything we got going on as we head into wild close to wild card weekend how was christmas gentlemen so i had a highly successful christmas eve had like 15 people over the house hosted cooked a whole italian thing great woke up in the morning did christmas 10 a.m. What'd you make? Uh, Italian. So we went eggplant parm, chicken parm, meatballs, sausage, some fresh pasta from Venda, stuffed mm. shells. Wow. And uh, the full antipast. You put you 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 cooked that? Not you only did it. I cook it, I added homemade sauce. Homemade sauce? Yeah. You know, Th- fun... thin or thick? Huh? You know, it's it was the first time I did the homemade sauce. It was a little thick. I need the little um the puree no, or no, thing. No. I, I prefer thick, to be honest. Yeah. It got a little dehydrated. It got a Buzz. little dehydrated. It needed it, it wasn't smooth. <laughs> it wasn't smooth. Uh but you know, no, I got in the kitchen. I did work. Uh I had the kids involved for the first year. So the whole like chicken cutlet and eggplant breading station, you know, I had Ellie on the flour. I was on the egg. Layla was on the breadcrumbs. They were really into that. Like I'm talking, I got a good like 90 minutes of like breading things of attention out of those kids. 
So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Got a nice assembly line going. Lou, Lou oh, do they have the mallet with the chip? the the mallet with the chicken they love that aspect oh, yeah. of it it's oh, fun it's good. uh did it out did it out it's key the the thing is man we just take stuff for granted and kids think it it means the world to them when you do it with them so it's i always try to go out of my way when i'm like oh god this thing stinks right like we just got a new table delivered i gotta build six chairs like my kids are gonna love building chairs they're gonna talk about how they built those chairs for the rest of their lives yeah well i don't know about that but they're gonna love it in the moment Luca loves breaking eggs. Like breaking eggs, he loves cracking them, put them in the bowl. That's it. That's his extent, but he absolutely loves it. How's he doing with it? Shells in the – you got to clean out the shells after? Or is it a clean oh, break? Oh, yeah. We, we got to clean the – we got to clean the I was going to say, so he's a little younger than, than, than Carter. If he's breaking eggs and doing it clean, yeah. I'm going to learn something over there. No, definitely not. Uh, I will go next. I bought tickets – to uh, the holiday show at MSG Wrestling, and I brought Luca to his first wrestling show. Let me tell you guys, hook, line, and sinker, I got myself a wrestling fan. I got him. He was captivated by it. He didn't know what the heck was going on, but I'll send you guys some pictures and videos. He was loving it. I was trying to leave, so I drove down... This was the 26th. I drove down to my mom's after in Delaware. So I had a four-hour drive after. It's 10 o'clock. I'm like, Luca, let's go. It's the main event. And he knows my favorite, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins is up in the main event. And he's like, no, Daddy, your, your favorite's on. Like, I, you got you to gotta stay and watch. We got to stay. And I was like, no, let's just go. I gotta, we got to have a long drive to Grandma's house. Like, let's go. Nope. He, the kid would not leave. He had to stay. Clapping, loving it, you know, like cheering on with everybody. So... I think I have successfully made my son a Dolphins and wrestling fan, which I can't think of anything better than than making my son a fan of the two things I love. That sounds. Like I was gonna make a experience. joke, but that was too good at the end. <laughs> you really, you really, you really got me hook, line, and sinker at the end there. Tugs at the heartstrings. I saw the post yeah. on Instagram, and it looked awesome. I was immediately thinking to myself, "What event could I?" Could I take Carter too? Well, I think don't he's ready don't bring it. him to a Jets game. Don't don't bring him to a Jets game though, because you know that's just depressing. No, I mean we've done like we've actually done like high school high school games, like high school football or high school basketball games, and brought him around there, and that's been good. So I think he's ready for. Oh, we've done actually we've done AAA baseball. We haven't oh, okay. made it into the big leagues yet. He's an absolute traitor going to the they... Blue Sox. Those Man, are the Pawtucket Red Sox. Started. They stole our team. I stand for Rhode Island. Man, the 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 Worcester they make it real easy for you out there. They built a nice park, a nice family environment. It's like fourteen dollars. Take the kids, get a picnic. You can sit in the outfield. Got a playground in the outfield. Some breweries. I don't work Ooh. for them, but it's a really fun. But if you're in New England and you haven't been to a Woo Sox game with the family, that's a fun day out. We should do that with our kids. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Uh, Layla's been angling for a PC game. So we should get that on the books, because that, although that's not a cheap ticket anymore. A PC, you want to bring your kids to a PC game? Yeah, I mean it's 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 normal it's when not you're rowdy. not in college. Oh no, I don't know. It's like, that was. They had a rowdy game. one today. They played Seton Hall. They actually lost at home for the first time they, in a while. They did. You but know, they play I feel Seton like they Hall lost again in... at the end of the year. That's the game we should go to at the end of this month, actually. Yeah, they. Uh, 
they lost their advantage when they renamed it the Amp. Like it used to be the Dunkin' Donuts Center, and it went by the Dunk. And it should always be I, the Dunk. I just love saying the Dunk. I'm still gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no Definitive. one that I talk to is gonna even blink at it. It's like, yeah, it's the Dunk. I'll put it next to my Benny's T-shirt, and then like the Dunk T-shirt. So. Yeah. Amato, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was fun. Um, you know, lots going on with three kids during Christmas. You can only imagine, but um, we had family in town, came from the West Coast. We had a ton of fun. We did something different this year. We wrapped the uh, the entryway going into the living room. So there's a Christmas trees in the living room. And so we obviously put out all the gifts and stuff. But the last thing we did before we went to bed is we, we wrapped the whole entryway. So the kids had to run through the the entryway. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. That was really fun, and we recorded that. So they were like super excited to do that. And uh, you know, I did the whole Santa thing and the cookies, and you know, got all that done. It was good. Oh yeah, because Santa came and ate your cookies. Ate my cookies. You know, yeah. So it was it was good. I didn't do any cooking, but as I'm hearing you talk about it, it makes me want to do more cooking and and get the kids more involved in the kitchen. Uh, my middle my middle one, Lucas, he loves helping out. Like he'll want to sweep and and like help out, grab a stool and do whatever. I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get my oldest in the kitchen because he can actually be be productive in there. He uh, he just wants to play. Carter? He just wants to hang out and play. He'll give you a couple seconds. Yeah. I mean. He's really into Legos and, and projects. If you give him a new oh. Lego set, he'll he'll go to his Lego table and sit for a while. Um, but he wants to run around. He wants a ball, uh, kick a soccer ball around or th- throw a football. Can he build the Legos uh, on his your... own? He can. He like can with the do... directions or is it like, is he just like creating something? So now he's following like the, the picture Book. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because he got a Lego set for Christmas, and I don't know what you guys think about this, but I think this is wrong. The new Legos, at least the one that we got, didn't realize at the time, came with like a digital download of the instructions. So it didn't have Did an instruction booklet? booklet in there. No, you had to like scan a QR code. So I had to like give him my phone and like scan a QR code and then have him like follow the instructions on my phone. I didn't sign up for that when I bought the Lego box. No, because the whole point is like you're gonna go sit on the couch and play on your phone while he builds the Lego. Exactly. No, I can't. Luca can't build it on his own, but he built a, a car today that was, I would say, sixty-five percent on his own, the the most ever. It was pretty impressive. Just looking at the pictures. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, we're. I uh... mean, he he has a trouble with the like. Um, fine motor skills in terms of like getting all the pieces in there when it's like a two or a one thing but he's it's it's pretty good i mean you know you know my lego city mm-hmm. you know the issue which i pretty much built everything here we've got three guys we got three buildings to build i said we're not i'm not building anything until we move we're going to keep it in the box and just look at it once we move then i'll build it you're moving oh I didn't tell you guys. I bought. I bought a place. You bought something. Yeah. Well, like, that's a good way to. We it. text. I want to go like fifty te- min fifty texts a day between the three of us. You. 
you buy a goddamn house and I don't hear about it until the podcast and you just guy throw go, guy, win, guy wins four straight pod picks and just buys a house, doesn't say a word about it. Congrats. Yeah, you buy congrats. multifamily, just a house? Like, what do you got going? No, I bought just, just no. I just went went low key to two uh, bedroom apartment, um, right near White Plains. Right, it's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. You're good. Well, I'll expect some pictures or like a Zillow link or some stuff. Some stuff. <laughs> Throw that in the curse jar to end the year. Yeah, I want. God, I've been so good. That's just well. like ten weeks. Ten weeks, but. You're funding the uh, the end of year event, so that wraps it up for us. <laughs> We're gonna close it up. Uh, as always, it's been fun recording with you, gentlemen. We've got Teddy and Matt are pretty much. We don't bring you too much into details, but they're pretty much paying the. F- they're playing this week to fund our end of year trip. Whoever gets in last place has to pay for all the things we want to do at the end of a, a busy NFL season. So. Tune in as we post our picks. You don't want to be in last place. We've got our last week coming up. It's been a great season, gentlemen. Always fun. We'll be back for the playoffs. And as always, if you listen, appreciate the support. Follow or fade. We hope you make some cash. We'll see you next week. All right, boys. Later. All right. Fucking guy buys a house, and I hear about it on the fun podcast. I'm weird. <laughs> When did you buy the house? Uh, last month. Amato, you were as offended as my. Oh. You're probably more offended than me. But what's going? Why? Why didn't you say anything? I I don't know. It's not like I did it on purpose. I don't Just, know. You know. <laughs> Never came up. I'm just saying, like we. Like we essentially like text each other when we sh- so you buy a house. <laughs> you were never at one point like, yeah, I looked at a house today, or I bought a house today, or I got a house appraised today, or I have an inspection. Today. Oh, oh. Um-